0: And today, I'm having a conversation, which for the record is starting at 5.03, with Ghost of CC Unit, a guy who's been making some waves on the internet, basically hunting down creeps and exposing them on YouTube.
1: Exactly, yeah. We're here, finally. It's been a long time coming. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we've been talking about doing this for a while. Um, Okay, let's start early in your life. Where are you from?
1: I'm from San Diego, the 619 Okay. Grew up in, the, actually, I grew up all over San Diego, but I'm from North uh, North County right now.
0: Okay. And uh, what was your, like, what kind of kid were you in high school and shit?
1: I mean. And how old are you right now? I'm 25. 25, okay. Yeah, just kind of like a average life. I mean, two, two parents, you know, brothers, sisters, and grew up. I played sports in high school. And once I got out of high school, I went to college. But I, I started cc unit like, right after high school, like, pretty early on.
0: So what – had you always thought about being a YouTuber? Or where do you think the desire or the idea came from?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, my ambitions was never to be, like, a YouTuber or, like, a, you know, influencer or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just liked – You know, to catch a predator, you know Chris Uh Hansen, and I always liked to be like a detective when I was older. So I was like, and I also knew like people who were affected by this problem. Mm. I'm not per se. I'm not like a you know affected by this, but I knew people who were, and and you know I was like, and then especially in California where how the laws are nowadays, like it's just super lenient on these guys. Really, super super. I mean. I'll get into that later Yeah, we on. can get
0: into that later for sure. But, I mean, it's interesting that you started it so close to, like, you being in high school. Because normally, when we think about the the predator-catcher thing, it's usually, like, adults. But you were, like, 18. You're, like, fresh out of high school. So you, yeah. could, you could have been a victim, like, a year or two earlier, <laughs> in theory, at least based on age.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got out of high school, and I was like, dude, there's just so many creeps. And then another thing that really caught my eye was... If you ever go on, if you've heard of Megan's Law, Megan's Law is where, like, the sex offender list is. Okay. So it just shows all everybody around you. So I was like, you know what, let me, like, let me just see how many people are around my area that's, we you know, weirdos. So I put in my address, and there was tons. I was like, what the hell? Wow. There's, there's this much amount of creeps around my area? And I was like, let me see how many there are in L.A., Orange County, and they're literally everywhere. Right. I mean, if you put in the address... Anywhere in the world, they're gonna come up. It's crazy. Wow, that is crazy. And uh, that's another thing that kind of like, it's like, dude, they're they're all over the place, you know. And then like, sometimes when I watch TV and I would see like how lenient the laws are, like how I said earlier, um, you you see people get like six months, you know, not probation, just super lenient stuff, and it's like, why are these guys? These guys are the worst of the worst. So.
0: You said that you knew somebody who was affected by it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to drop names, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I knew, like, some girls who were, obviously, and then...
0: In terms of, like, just dating or hanging out with, like, older dudes that you thought it was kind of like a creepy relationship, or girls who were actually, like, meeting older guys on the internet? Both. Really?
1: Both. I I knew girls who were affected by this in every possible way. Some of them were affected by this through their family their own family members, oh really, some people who were affected by this by um you know ex-boyfriends and all this and that I mean there's countless stories that I could tell
0: It is crazy because when I think about being like thirteen when I was in seventh grade, that all the girls that we thought were pretty in my grade, they would have dudes like with cars picking them up from school but I, at the time nineteen ninety seven we didn't even you know, I didn't really know that this was messed up.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty common. It's like you see these girls they go to uh, they go to these you know parties or whatever, and there's random ass thirty year olds over there. Like, well, why are they there?
0: Because <laughs> it's, it's just weird. <laughs> okay, so you were watching to catch a predator, or were you watching any of the like online predator hunters that are out there?
1: No, I was actually one of the first ones. Oh really? To be honest with you, yeah, I was. I started back in two thousand eighteen. Okay. I started back. I literally know. I remember the first day I actually did my first catch. It was August second, two thousand eighteen. Okay. Um,
0: How do you set the
1: bait? So, <laughs> I don't want to like give out all my strategies because I still catch creeps. But you use a lot of different sites, right? Oh yeah. Like yeah. there's
0: no one site that is just your your best. Oh
1: version. yeah. It's, there's not like one particular app or one website that I use. I use all of them. Okay. All of them and um, obviously we you know. We set up these accounts wherever we want to decoy on, and we pose all types of different ages, 12, 13, 11, 10, 9, 4 years old, 5 years old. 4-year-olds. Year, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally.
0: I guess there probably are 4-year-olds using the internet. I just, it's kind of hard for me to imagine, but I'm sure that it does happen.
1: Yeah, and... And they come running these must be
0: weird texting, pretending to be a four year old.
1: Well,
0: (laughs) (laughs) like, what are you right? Well, I'm not, I'm usually not the decoy. (laughs) Okay. So you don't do that side of it so much? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't do that side of it so much. I usually do the confrontation where I go meet them in person. So you have a whole team at this point? Oh, yeah. I have, you know, decoys, security, camera crew, uh, you know, people who talk to the talk to non emergency cops and all that. We have a whole squad. See, that's why it's called the CC unit. And all
0: volunteers, just people who believe in this mission.
1: Oh yeah, most of them, yeah, most of them are uh, volunteers. And so, I, sometimes I do like, like I don't want to drop names, but I do pay some sometimes. Right.
0: Okay. But so, setting the bait, you make an account on all these different platforms or whatever, and then do you wait for somebody to message you, or do you message them first?
1: Yeah, so we wait for them to message us. We never reach out first.
0: Because that would make it too entrapment-y?
1: Yeah, I mean, technically, private citizen... I'm not a cop, obviously. I'm just a regular, ordinary Joe off the street, average citizen, private citizen. And uh, technically, we can't entrap, even if we do message them first, we can't entrap. Because entrapment only applies to law enforcement. Okay. So even if we wanted to... We could message them technically, but... Uh,
0: if it, you want to make the best possible legal case, exactly. like the highest chance of a conviction, it's better for them to message you.
1: Exactly, yeah. It would, it's best for them to message us. And then it's just a lot better uh, of a case, solid case for them to get arrested and then convicted.
0: And so do you ha- you, you? don't have it in your bio like 10 years old, right? You just We do tell, sometimes. Okay. We do. Or like, is we, it better to just tell them once you've been talking to them for a little bit?
1: Either way, I mean, we've done it in both strategies before.
0: Right. And some of the ones that I've clicked on, it's like you spend, like, long periods of time talking to them. Like, sometimes the guys will talk to you for a little while, and then they'll just go ghost, and then they'll return, and then that's when you get them?
1: You well, know, yeah, it all it really depends on the creep himself. Uh, <laughs> some of them will come out in a day. Like, the first day they contact... They're eager. They're they're ready to go. And then sometimes they'll take months, if not a year. So... It all really depends on the creep.
0: Okay. And so then once you have them in your sights, what's the average thing that you say to try to meet up with them? And what kind of spots do you meet up? I mean,
1: we, we, we've met them up everywhere. We've met them up at stores, you know, piers, malls, at their house, at the decoys' house, um, <laughs> parks. Do you They're- prefer
0: to do it in public?
1: Uh, I would think that would be
0: safer than their house.
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's safer in public, but we have went to their house. Like, for example, the the creep that we're going to catch tonight after this podcast, we're going to go to his house.
0: (laughs) Wow. And do you know anything about them?
1: Oh, yeah. Most, Most of the time before we confront them, we literally know everything about them. We know their name, criminal history, what they do for a job, what they drive, where they live, how old they are. Like, literally everything.
0: Okay. See, that that soothes one of my concerns, which is that I would be scared that I'm accidentally meeting up with somebody who's, like, in the cartel or some shit, and they're just going to kill me as soon as we, like, as they figure out what's going on. Not that the cartel would ever do such a thing, but, you know, <laughs> a- any, like, crazy criminals, like... So do you try to make sure that they, like, don't have a criminal history or a violent history? But
1: I, I-, I like it when they have a criminal history. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Yeah, It's because it's easier for them to get arrested. Because ah, okay. once, like, once they get caught, you know, the DA or the cops, they're like, oh, this guy already has a criminal history. He has a rap sheet. Uh, it's just easier to prosecute these guys. Some of them are prob- on probation already for other crimes. Right. Some of them are on parole it's just easier to get them locked up.
0: Okay, that makes sense. But do you ever look at their criminal history and you're like, "Oh, he shot somebody before. Maybe he's gonna shoot me."
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We we've definitely taken that into consideration. There was a there was a guy that we caught. He was arrested previously before he got arrested in our sting. He was arrested for attempt uh, attempted murder, um, you know, robbery, right? Uh, concealed dagger. Um, <laughs> dagger. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, the, we've seen all types of charges with these guys. And then, t- obviously, some of them are registered sex offenders already.
0: Right. So. And so then, okay, you meet up with them. And, I mean, I've seen a couple of them. But your YouTube channel got removed.
1: Yeah, it got removed, like, a few months ago. It's just kind of how YouTube's new policy is that came out last year.
0: So what is the policy that makes them remove you?
1: <laughs> it's actually pretty ridiculous. When you read the policy, it says that, like... Harassment and bullying and you know this BS. And then uh, it says like, uh, if you post a video that's a set up, set up, staged sting, we don't want to, we don't want to post this on our platform unless it's educational or a documentary style. So
0: the the whole idea of a sting is the thing that goes against their policy. What other things would people be doing stings on people for? <laughs> What is the definition of a sting?
1: <laughs> I, did, I I, I'm yeah, we can about, Google that right I now. I am
0: going to look it up right now because that's just kind of an interesting question. But sting, defin- it's going to be like the fourth definition of sting, though. Oh, yeah, look at it right there. No, it's the second. A carefully planned operation, typically one involving deception. Mm. Okay. But, uh, damn. So, like, Everyone who's doing this kind of content on YouTube is basically running this risk, or are there things that you can do to try to stay within the rules?
1: Man, uh, it, you're taking a risk if you're putting on on YouTube uh, at this point, because the way I do it, I do it in like in, by the by the law. Like I do it very clean cut. I don't put any risk factors in it. I you know we don't beat them up. We don't. I mean, obviously we want to do that because we hate these type of guys, but we don't do that and. We don't, you know, I mean, we don't hold them, we don't grab them, we don't detain them, none of mm. that. We just go and talk to them, and YouTube doesn't like it. I mean, at this point, I would say YouTube just doesn't like creep catchers.
0: Yeah, I wonder what their motivation with it is, because I guess, you know, it could be a bad look for YouTube if you guys do this and somebody ends up shooting you in the face. Then you could kind of say like, well, why was YouTube allowing this content to exist when there's a lot of risk involved in this content? I guess that that's what I would guess their reason is. Or maybe they just don't want to like encourage it because you could almost imagine like more and more extreme versions of this type of content. I don't know. But I mean, at the same time, it's like you guys are doing stuff that is so clearly good for society even if you only lock up 10 guys a year or whatever, it's still like 10 dudes who are clearly doing Mm -hmm. damage to the social fabric of that city or our country.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like, (laughs) trust me, I, when we post up our videos on you, when we used to post up on our, our videos on YouTube, just we censored a lot of things. We Mm. blurred a lot of things. Like we didn't just upload a raw footage, right? We didn't upload raw footage and,
0: but were you live streaming it at, at one point?
1: We do live stream, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. but on Locals Only now, right?
1: Yeah, on Locals Only, we we live stream it now. Okay. And we do post the videos there too sometimes. And
0: you don't even try to put anything on YouTube at this point? You didn't like make a second channel? Or-
1: we, we 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 will, but not like the stings itself. Probably okay. behind the scenes stuff. Right. Just because they might allow that. but
0: Because I can imagine you live streaming it on one platform and then taking that video and editing it in a way that it's kind of like less obvious that it's a sting type thing, or maybe it would be able to evade YouTube.
1: Uh, I'm hoping, maybe. I'm hoping we're trying to, We're we're brainstorming.
0: <laughs> so, okay, you meet them, you meet this guy outside the Walmart and you confront him about it. How often do they just run?
1: Some of them run, some of them talk, some of them, you know, fight or flight response. Sometimes they, get, they get aggressive it all really depends on the creep himself. Um, but we've, we've had all, t- all types of instances. They've ran, they've got, got aggressive, they've talked, they've admitted, admitted it on camera, obviously. Some of them they deny it, even though we have the chats printed out right in front of them. Right. Um, I mean, it, we've seen all cases.
0: Yeah, that's, that's wild. Like, I mean, what, what is the best thing for them to do?
1: The best thing I want for them to do or the best thing for them? <laughs> the, those are two very different answers. Okay.
0: If you were like the dude's lawyer or like what, what would be the best thing for them to do?
1: I don't want to say. You, you don't want to give it away. Okay. I don't want to say. <laughs> I, I, I know the answer. Because it kind of feels like over.
0: running is the best thing to do, right? Running wouldn't help. Running doesn't help?
1: Well, Running doesn't help because it, if anything, it just makes you look more guilty.
0: Yes, for sure. Like, But at least you're like not... On camera as much, but you are on camera. You're just running, yeah. which is kind of like bad. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm a pretty fast runner. I can keep up with them.
0: See, I am not good at running, so I think I would probably do like a light jog after them and then just kind of give up, <laughs> which would be bad. But so okay, you do run. You like sprint after them if you have to.
1: Oh yeah, if they run, we're I'm running after them.
0: Yeah. How how far are you willing to run?
1: I, well, most of the time, these guys can't out- outrun me. Okay. They can't. I mean, I've had a guy.
0: Damn. So, what's the craziest reaction you've ever had when you catch somebody? Notable reactions. Because that's what people are tuning in for, really, is just to see what this guy's going to say when you confront them. That moment where they're just like, fuck, my life has changed fundamentally forever.
1: Yeah. So,. One of our best videos that we haven't uploaded yet. It's it's We haven't uploaded it um, yet, but we will upload it one day. And I, I know that once we upload this video, it's going to go viral. It's this guy. He, um, can I drop his name or no? Sure. Okay. His name was Mikey Barnum. Okay. okay. This guy worked for a law firm. He was already in, like working for a law, in a law firm. Like he knows about the law, right? And he came out to meet with a 13 year old boy. And once he came out, uh, he walked into this uh, McDonald's and I was watching him and um, the crew was with us, with me. And we were watching him walk in the McDonald's and then we're like, okay, that's the guy. So as soon as he exited the McDonald's, I approached him. And this guy had just, he was just panicking. Like I've never seen it before. He, he was like a character, like out of a cartoon movie or something like straight up clown clown type shit. Like he was like, uh, he was drinking like some drinking, whatever type of drink he bought from the McDonald's. He was making like growling noises. He was like, Oh, like he was, he was like a, he worked for a law firm and he was a, like a pastor or not, not a pastor, but he worked for a church and he would give like lectures at churches. So he would be like, Oh, please Jesus save me. You you just have to see it to understand how funny of a video of, of a reaction it was. So
0: he was like trying to act like a crazy person?
1: That's what I think. I think he was trying to play the insanity card. Yeah. Like 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 cuz he knew he was going to get arrested. So he's like, "Oh, my best hope is to, you know, let me play crazy so maybe I can get off." Right.
0: It is that's that's part of why it's so crazy watching that shit is because you get to see like a real Hail Mary moment where, like, they just go into their brain and just try to think of any possible thing that they could do in that moment to make this not as bad.
1: Yeah, but none of it works. <laughs> Literally, I, I can't think of a good way for for them to, like, get out of it. Right. We have them on camera. We know everything about them. Their job is going to find out. They're going to get fired.
0: And so do you call the cops right away or do you wait a little bit?
1: Uh, no, we, the cops know before the catch. They, so they, they don't know. in
0: what way do you communicate with the cops?
1: So we, we call up non-emergency okay. ahead of time and we say, Hey, you know, we're CCU. Well, now, now the most cops already know who we are. Okay, We call them up. They're like, Oh, okay, cool. Just, 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 uh, let us know when you have a location and we'll be there. Uh-huh. All right. So. Yeah, we just call up non-emergency. We didn't say, like, hey, we got a sting operation today. We're CC unit. We're going to be coming to your city. <laughs>
0: and the cops can't tell you, like, sir, please do not do sting operations. <laughs> like, I feel like they don't want people taking the law into their own hands. Or they seem appreciative.
1: Well, it, obviously, it's a part of their protocol. I mean, in, in front of the cameras, they're going to say, oh, we don't. We adv- They can't force us to not do it because that's against the law on their part. Right. But they advise us. They they request us to not do it. You know, like, right. hey, you know, please don't do this. It's dangerous. But behind closed doors, when the cameras are off, trust me, they, they appreciate what we do.
0: Because they're so underfunded and they just don't have the resources to really, like, attack this problem in any meaningful way from what I've heard. So I feel like they probably don't mind people taking it into their hands because, I mean— it doesn't seem like most local police departments are really funded to do this kind of thing.
1: Oh yeah, I've I've talked to detectives before, cops, and they've told me straight up, hey, you know, we don't even have the time to do this. And right. The reason being is they're they're so overflown and they're so uh, you know buried in child porn. Really? Because they they say that Google the way Google works is um when Google gets a when s- some of these creeps. They upload footage and video and pictures of, you know, I call it CP just to you know uh, censor what, it a no, little. No, what,
0: what's the new? The new name is uh CSAM. CSAM, yeah. Child sexual assault material or some shit. Child, because, uh,
1: child it, sexual abuse material. Right,
0: and because the reason why is because child pornography, like pornography, by definition, is consensual. So mm-hmm. when you throw a child in front of it, it kind of makes it—it kind of legitimizes it in a way, or acts as if it's like art, or like it's okay in some way, whereas it really is a criminal act. So it shouldn't really be like referred to the way we talk about regular porn, which I think makes sense, even though probably most people are not going to be able to remember that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, the the detectives and cops—they've told me before were The way Google works is these creeps they upload the footages and the videos and pictures that they collect wherever they collect them from, uh-huh. and they store it onto their hard drives or they store it into like a uh, you know Google Drive or whatever, and then Google flags it. Google like picks up like you know scans it and they're like oh like this is looks this is like suspicious, so then whatever Google picks up as suspicious they then report it to the local pd right. of that ip address so they know the ip address of wherever that thing was uploaded right so they get the they get the you know footages and they report it to the cops and then the cops are like oh shit, this this is illegal stuff right here then they get a warrant they go knock down their door arrest them search warrant and then they're done
0: i just wonder how many times they get alerted like in a big city like San Diego or L.A., it feels like it's probably, like, constantly.
1: It's it's stacked. They told me, the cops are like, if you go look at our desk, our desk is filled with papers just from all the reports. Mm. So that's why they were telling me, like, hey, you know, we don't even have the time to do this because they're so overflown by it.
0: Yeah, like, I remember years ago, Sam Harris did a podcast about the sheer enormity of and the specifics and the details of the problem of cp let's call it uh and it is astounding like just the amount of it that exists how you know basically useless the cops are to really deal with it in any kind of meaningful way it's just like unbelievably shocking how big this problem is
1: bro it's it's an epidemic it really is all around the world
0: yeah and yeah probably even worse in a lot of other countries and stuff where they don't necessarily have as strict of laws or whatever but you know one thing that always comes to mind is the fact that i remember way back in the day you know the rapper cameron 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 from dipset yeah he was like one of the biggest rappers in new york back in the early 2000s and shit and i remember around like 2006 or so i would guess he he announced to the world his plans to do like a sort of like home to catch a predator-style thing, where it would be him, inc- you know, uh, confronting these guys that they would bait or whatever, and everybody—it just the idea of it instantly went so viral because people like could not believe how funny an idea this was. The idea of Cameron, who's just this like super charismatic rapper, confronting these dudes, and I remember at the time thinking like, even though yes, that would be amazing content, that it just seemed kind of dangerous, and that if I was Cameron. That just doesn't seem like the kind of risk that you would want to be taking. But that is why it's kind of wild to see how big this has become on YouTube where it's like fairly common. Like who who do you look at as the the greats in this space in terms of this kind of content? Who does a good job with it? And are most of them all off YouTube at this point?
1: I would say the OG is obviously Chris Hansen. Right. He's the one that really started this movement. Um, I would say I'm one of them just because of the numbers that i have and, mm. and the arrest the arrest record that i have and the convictions that i have right and the people that i've caught yeah i would say i'm i'm up there i'm i'm well i'm not at the level of chris hansen yet maybe one day
0: well i mean him having a tv show and shit that's just yeah. kind of insane does he but does he still do that kind of content no he does yeah he, oh, does. he does okay
1: yeah he's still doing it um but i would say i'm i'm up there obviously chris hansen um, I like John Walsh, you know. He Mer- does it too? America's Most Wanted. Oh, wow. I didn't. Know I he mean, did. he, he doesn't do To Catch a Predator, but he, uh, he does, you know, uh, America's Most Wanted. Right. Where he, he mostly he, he uh, goes after child predators himself because uh, I, I don't know if you've heard the story with his son, Adam Walsh, where his six-year-old son was, you know, kidnapped from a mall and then assaulted and then murdered
0: murdered Holy yeah shit
1: so and that's what really inspired him to do america's most wanted
0: wow that's crazy i didn't know that yeah wow
1: and then another guy that does a really really good job is the sheriff out in florida uh his name is grady judd
0: and he does it on youtube
1: not on well he does his press conferences on youtube okay but it's like it's like almost every couple months he goes up does a press conference where he's like These are all the, and he has all the mugshots of the people that he's caught Mm. and he puts them up on, on a, you know, on, on a wall. And then he's like, these are all the people that we've caught in this sting operation. Some of them travel to meet with a miner. Some of them are trading pictures. Some of them are uh, receiving pictures, you know, all types of.
0: How far do you travel?
1: I've been to many states doing this. Really? I've obviously California. I've been to Arizona.
0: So if you have a good one, you're down to drive four or five hours to go? Oh, yeah. Really?
1: Oh, yeah. If I know that this guy this guy is a bad creep, I'm like, like we're, we're talking to a guy in Montana right now. Really? We're talking to a creep in Montana. Where we're planning on going over there and getting this guy.
0: Is that like a 10-hour drive or something? Maybe <laughs> yeah, more? Probably, have yeah, more. Jesus Christ. So you're telling me that if you were to just stick to San Diego that it would be tough because at a certain point you're just going to kind of run out like is it is it kind of difficult to like find these guys?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for so long for so many years that San Diego kind of knows who I am now. Mm. It's kind of hard to get these guys now in San Diego because they already know who we are. And they
0: probably talk amongst them, so, amongst each, well, do they? <laughs> do you think they like know each other or? Are probably.
1: They, I mean, they probably have a group chat. Oh, watch out for CCU. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good though. I like them being scared.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, if it scares them enough to not do it, then that seems like a pretty good result too. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: Okay. Probably when we talk about people who have been caught meeting up with young girls off the internet, there is no name that carries more weight over the last few years than EDP 445. What are your thoughts on that initial sting that they did on him, where as far as I've heard, it wasn't a great sting. They didn't actually get any charges pressed against him. And the guy who did the sting ended up potentially being a weirdo. And and he got his channel banned, right?
1: I was there for that sting. You were there as well. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you wow, could, that's you could legendary. Pull up the,
0: you can pull up the the footage. I was there. You were just hanging out with the dude who was doing because I the, talked the, to EDP. The guy with the red hair. I thought he I, was. He I, was. So which which what what bars did you get off with EDP? It's been a few years since I saw that video.
1: Um. Yeah. It it was not my catch. The it was a other creep catchers catch
0: with the orange hair. Yeah. That guy? Yeah. Okay. Predator poacher. Okay.
1: And he invited me to the catch. As a collab. And I said, sure, why not? And I didn't know who we were catching at that day. Right. Right. Up until we were already driving there, he showed me a picture of who we were catching. And even then, when I saw the picture, I said, who is this guy? I don't know who this guy is. Right. He's like, oh, that's EDP. I'm like, I don't know who that is.
0: I had followed EDP for a long time. Like, I just saw one funny video from him one time that I followed him. And he was like one of those people I was subscribed to on YouTube, but I never clicked his videos. Because they're all about sports and shit, and I just don't care about that. Uh, so then, when that happened, that was like extra mind blowing to me because I had kind of known about him for a long time.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't know who he was. I've heard the name, but I, I just couldn't put a face to it. If you, if you said EDP, I
0: feel like when he first got banned, he might have had like three million followers or subscribers on YouTube, which is pretty fucking big.
1: Somewhere around there.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it was a big deal. Even though he kind of, he would kind of like fall off. For periods of time. But then I feel like I actually had a pretty big fan base. But, um, okay, so what you were just, like, kicking it with this other guy on... So so you're so committed to this that you're not just doing your own missions, but you're kind of, like, tagging along on other people's missions as well?
1: Well, yeah, they invite me to their stings. Sometimes they say, hey, you know, Ghost... Because uh, they, they know, like, I know how to... I, I, I do a pretty solid job. So the, sometimes they want me to collab with them or... Like, they, it's it's good for them to invite me sometimes just cause like I have so much experience with doing this. So yeah, he invites me, collabs with me and we go over to the Bakersfield. That's where, that's where he was at. And I saw the picture EDP. I'm like, okay, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm down to get him. So we go over to the alleyway. I forgot the exact address, but it was some alleyway and there was like a little grocery store. I think it was like a, like a, cvs or like a walgreens or something parked over there he comes around the corner he parks his car there too comes around the corner and obviously you can't miss cdp he's he's a pretty big guy (laughs) and he starts walking down walking up the alleyway actually right and that's when we confront him and it's been so long it's been like a couple of years now so I, i don't exactly remember exactly what he said but uh, I remember that he said that he's talked to many other kids, but probably like six other kids.
0: He just admitted that.
1: Yeah, he admitted that he's talked to other six other kids. Wow. And then um, he obviously he said that he was there for a cupcake. A cupcake, so, and, he,
0: and he wanted a fist bump, and his fist was just sort of left hanging oh, there.
1: yeah, I didn't, hang, I didn't fist bump him. He 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 fist he fist bumped everybody else that was there, but he offered to fist bump me, and then when I was, I was like. You're not getting a fist bump. A fist from bump
0: shows a certain level of respect.
1: Exactly. It's like, it's like a handshake. Exactly. It's like a hug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He tried to fist bump. I think what he was trying to do was he was trying to befriend us. Yeah. So we're like nice with him and hey, you know, don't expose me. But I was like, I'm not, I already knew what he was trying to do. So I was like, I'm not going to give you the fist bump. I mean, bump.
0: yeah, that stood out to me a lot because it's like, of all the times I've watched To Catch a Predator, I've never seen that style. Where it's just like, oh, I'm going to make... I'm going to try to like just be cool with these guys. Like, I'm just going to ask for a fist bump. Which kind of is like, you know, to his credit, EDP is kind of a unique guy. His brain just went to a different place than the average person, which is...
1: I we, know, we've, I mean. had that, we've had that response before, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the way that he went.
0: Right. And so then, recently, Gideon and another dude, whose name I'm forgetting right now, but they came together... And uh, caught him again, I guess.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch the video. I heard about it. Right, i seen a few little clips. The the way I see it is, why are you guys giving EDP so much attention? Why are you giving him the, the platform? You know, like, if you want this guy to be forgotten, which he deserves to be, the guy's a creep, I mean, why, why are you guys giving him so much attention? Why are you giving him the platform to use his voice?
0: But, I mean, I, it is, like, newsworthy or it's, like, something people deserve to know about the fact that he's still doing this. Because, I mean, I would have assumed that he probably wouldn't have the balls to try this shit again after getting publicly humiliated that bad.
1: Yeah. Well, with these guys, they don't learn. And they never change anyway. Yeah. I mean, these guys, I've caught people who caught him twice really? before. I, like, Back to back, I've caught them before, and back they,
0: to back is crazy.
1: Well, not back to back, but like within the same year, I've right. caught the I mean, same that's, guy. That's
0: wild. And I mean, do do you think of them as sick people? Like, because it some when I hear something like that, it makes me feel like holy shit. Like this dude's probably like really an addict. Like even if he wanted to stop, it doesn't sound like he's probably capable of stopping.
1: Well, their brains are wired different. Yeah. I mean, th- these guys. <laughs> they're creeps they i don't I, I i will never understand it right because i'm not a creep so i can't put myself in their shoes but what i will say is these guys will never change even though the amount of therapy that they go through the amount of medication they take the amount of you know embarrassment that they go through they're not going to change they might get cautious they might get more cautious about going about it right but the the you know attraction to kids is not going to change
0: yeah like what do you think the solution is lock them up forever
1: i would say if you assault a kid in real life yeah you should get you should get locked up for life or or even capital punishment damn that's what i think
0: i mean yeah it's, it's kind of like what is the other solution if you if you're dealing with or a crime put them on
1: an island altogether I know. And you know which island I'm talking about?
0: <laughs> what, Australia?
1: <laughs>
0: what island do you think? Oh, the Epstein Island? Yeah. That's probably too small.
1: <laughs> Damn. That
0: is a crazy just idea, just
1: though. Put them all it's on the island, they all get to live together. and But, you know. but I mean,
0: <laughs> like, just think about what the island would be like. Because there's not going to be any kids unless you end up putting some chicks there so that some people can create them. Which probably you definitely should not. Like, I just wonder what these people would do if they, like, would they create societies? You got to give them some kind of, like, food and shit, I guess, right? It's
1: not my pl- problem anymore. Yeah,
0: the island idea. I don't know. But it, it's crazy, too, just because when you hear about um, the sheer number of it, the number of people that are sending CP around and the number of people doing the kind of stuff that you catch, it's kind of like, holy fuck. Like, that is, like, I wonder what percentage of people who are in jail are in jail for that.
1: Well, you know what happens to people like that in jail, so... Yeah. (laughs) Protective custody and all that.
0: Probably. Um, Okay, I saw... So do you have a lot of, like, stream sniper-type trolls? Because I watched a YouTube video from a dude who basically, like, confronted you while you were in the middle of a catch. And he was, like, filming you doing your job, which I thought was kind of crazy. I'm like, so you're getting, like, poached by while you're doing your job?
1: Is this a common problem? No, no. So ninety percent of the people that show up to my uh, live streams and they love what they love, like what I do and who we are, and they take pictures with us. They're like supporters, right? Right. Ninety percent of the time, that's the case. But there's that one percent where you know sometimes there's a weirdo or there's a stalker or there's a hater, troll. Mm. that just you know, sometimes they just want clout, or sometimes they just want to cause problems, or they're their life sucks so maybe they want to you know misery loves company so they just try to make other people's life
0: right because I saw another guy who like just makes videos about getting you banned and like you know basically like it it seems like his passion is to stop predator hunters which I didn't see any videos where he actually admits that he himself is into this shit but it kind of seemed like that was the sentiment like why else would you be going so hard trying to get people blocked or, or banned from YouTube.
1: Well, yeah. All, all the haters are creeps, bro. All of them. All the haters are creeps. I can't name one person that's a hater that's like a normal person. Mm. The ones that I've came across, if you check my DMs, some of, 90% of my DMs are all love. They're like, hey, I love what you do. Thank you for protecting the kids. We, we ride with the movement. But the one, those one haters that usually DM me sometimes – they're just either they have like a blank profile, no followers, right? Or it's just uh, some creepy looking guy that already looks like I could someone that I would catch. Right. So I don't really pay attention to the haters anyway. I mean, I don't, I don't watch those
0: videos. Right. You're just doing your thing. Is this your full-time gig?
1: It's not my full-time thing. I, I mean, like I said earlier, I, I go to college, university. Okay. And I have a career that I'm pursuing as well. But this is just something that I do on the side just to help the community and help society because, quite frankly, the world needs it right now. Right.
0: Why do you wear the mask or hide your identity?
1: I wear the mask uh, for multiple reasons. Uh, I wore the mask always. I always wore it since the day one I wore it. And it's not because of COVID or anything. It It looks
0: like a pretty comfortable mask.
1: It is. Like
0: (laughs) basketball shorts material.
1: (laughs) It's It's pretty, you know... Uh, flexible yeah it's pretty nice but yeah i started wearing the mask ever since i started cc unit it's not because of covid some people are there's some people always say why are you wearing the mask are you are you uh liberal republican like they they get all political the mask about is it. such
0: a statement these days yeah, <laughs> it's true. They get
1: super political about it. i'm like bro it has nothing to do with politics i wore it because uh i don't want people to see my face it's not because i'm ugly or anything it's just because uh I mean I, like you said earlier, I do a dangerous thing. I'm confronting these criminals and You're these, scared that they might try to figure out who you are and track you down or some shit. I'm not scared, but I'm not scared of that. It's
0: better to avoid it yeah, if just possible. Safety you know?
1: caution, you know right. precaution. Why would you why would you just be dumb and not take precaution when you can take precaution? And and I always wore the mask and that's how I came up with the name ghost. That's one of the reasons why is no, you can't really see my whole face. I'm a ghost kind of. Right. You know. And then another reason why I went by the name Ghost was whenever we confront these creeps, they think they're meeting a kid and when they come around and meet CC you they're like shit scared shitless. It's like they've seen a ghost. Right. That's why their their face turns pale, they get scared. So that's how I keep up with the name Ghost.
0: Right. So, definitely. Um Yeah, like, just to go back to that EDP thing, though, like, and Gideon kind of getting involved in this sort of thing, how do you feel about that, like, sort of collabing with, like, a gigantic YouTuber personality, like, on one hand, brings a lot more eyeballs to this kind of content, on the other hand, it potentially could kind of make this content look like a joke, because, obviously, Gideon's intention is... To make funny content, and he's he's wearing a cupcake costume and shit like that. Like, what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I I didn't like the way I don't. I mean, I didn't like it to be honest. I didn't watch the video, but I saw pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Gideon's wearing the cup the cupcake costume, kind of making a mockery out of what I do and what people who do it do this in a serious way.
0: But I feel like he believes in it a lot too. I'm sure he has the same thoughts on it as you at the end of the day, even though he also wants to make it comedic.
1: I mean, if you, if you really believe in it, you'd probably take it more serious. That's just my opinion on it. I mean, I didn't wear a cupcake costume when I went to uh, confronted EDP. I, I straight <laughs> up, I treated EDP the exact same way that I treat every other ordinary creep that I catch. Right. I didn't wear that. And, um, I mean I I don't know if he got arrested or not in that situation probably not. This
0: new one, right? Yeah, it doesn't if if it if no cuz he was making TikToks like responding to j d on like right afterwards and he was accusing him of like basically just making shit. Like he accused him of waiting outside his dialysis center for like eight hours to catch him and as a result he wasn't able to get his medication or his treatment for his fucking diabetes or whatever which i have no idea if that's true obviously edp does not seem like a super trustworthy source but that did make me wonder like oh so when they confronted him was it some other shit was it like i don't know like i I just hope that the jideon and them like keep in mind why this content is important you know
1: absolutely yeah if you're gonna do something like this you should do it for the for the from the heart you shouldn't just do it because you want to make content and you want to make a couple of views and you want to make some people laugh or make a clown show out of this if you want to make a clown show continue doing the stuff that you're doing don't just dive into some serious stuff that people are actually affected by this problem because if anything you're probably assault or insulting some of the real victims out there that are watching this type of stuff. Right.
0: That's why the the cupcake costume is kind of odd is because it's like, if this guy really was trying to fuck a 12 year old, it's kind of weird to like make a joke out of that situation. Even though I still, I mean, at the end of the day, Gideon's so funny and that's just how he's going to do his content. So I feel like that's, that's the kind of thing is that like, well, if if it gets 5 million eyeballs on this sort of content, then, I guess that's still like a net good, right?
1: But the thing is, everybody knew about True, <laughs> the yeah. EDP catch or the beginning. It's a sequel, yeah. It's just, yeah, that was just pretty much a sequel. You know, oh, you know, let me make a make my own version of this mm-hmm. and you know, get, get some followers from that.
0: So was your first high-profile catch this guy from uh, the Chucky movie?
1: N- no, I wouldn't say that.
0: You would add some other ones before that?
1: Yeah, what I consider high-profile catches are people that are either in power or in a position of authority or work around kids already. Oh, yeah. That's what I consider high-profile. I know some people consider high-profile celebrities, but if we're talking about celebrities, I would say, yeah, Chucky would be one of them.
0: What was his actual name?
1: Uh, Ed Gale. Right, Ed Gale. Ed Gale was high-profile celebrity. There was another guy that I caught. He was a trans activist. And he said that he worked for the campaign of Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton.
0: Wow. And did that check out? Did you figure out if that was actually true?
1: That's what he said. Oh, okay. That's what he claimed to me. Wow. Um, His name was Clinton Allen Goss. You can look it up. And he got arrested? You didn't get arrested.
0: He didn't? No. So the cops showed up and let him go? Why did The cops didn't
1: even show up.
0: They just didn't come? They didn't even come. And you just gave up at a certain point? You were like, all right, you can go?
1: Well, no, he ran into his apartment and hid inside his apartment. Uh, I mean, I can't knock down the door. Yeah. But uh, I called the cops and the cops didn't even... They drove past the the streets that I was on and I'm trying to flag them down and they wouldn't even pull over. It was in San Diego. Uh Nothing happened to that guy. But you if you Google his name, it's all going to come up.
0: So sometimes the cops seem enthusiastic about what you're doing, and then other times they seem kind of dismissive dismissive of it because they probably just don't want to have to do extra work?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, it's, it's both cases. Sometimes they, they just don't want to do the extra work. But most of the time they love what we do, I would say. Mm. But I respect
0: if- the cops, but at the end of the day... I think that there's like a culture of laziness that kind of thrives within police departments. And I think they know that is that like there's a there's a big like reward socially for like being the guy who doesn't make everybody else work more as a cop, I think.
1: And another thing is sometimes they get a little upset because I'm just a regular average Joe citizen. I'm not a cop. Right. And when they see what I'm doing, they kind of feel like insulted. Like, like, why is this guy doing our job? Yeah. Why are he, why is he making us look bad? Which I'm not, that's not my intent. Mm. My intent isn't to make cops look bad. It's just to catch creeps. But sometimes they think that way.
0: It is kind of crazy. I remember being a kid and like really thinking that when I grew up that I could maybe be like Batman. Like I could really just solve crimes and just go out at night and just make the world a better place. And then you get older and you realize, like, that's eh, it's not going to happen. It's realistically, it's just not <laughs> happening. But that's why I think it's kind of, like, fascinating is that by doing this kind of work, you're going out at night and you're fucking just actually trying to clean up the streets in a way that makes sense. Because if you really think about what Batman was doing, he was basically just beating up, like, bums and homeless people, which is kind of, like, a weird thing to do if you're a billionaire. <laughs> um, but from your perspective, you know, you're targeting, like, a very specific crime and... You know, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't go after drug dealers or, or uh, you know, robbers or burglars or thieves. I go after the worst of the worst, in my opinion, and that's child molesters and rapists and pedophiles and chomos and all that. That's Those are the people that we should be targeting. I mean, we don't target them. They come out, reach out to us, but those are the people that need, we need to get off the streets because those are the worst of the worst.
0: Right. So. Definitely. So, okay, the Ed Gale guy, what was it like catching him? Because it wasn't he in a wheelchair or something?
1: (laughs) No, he was actually – he could walk. Okay. I think he had, like, a cane or something, though. But, oh, man. And you
0: figured it out beforehand, oh, this guy's famous, or at least he's been in movies.
1: I knew who he was, yeah, I knew. Um, He he played it very cautious, though. He was very, very cautious for the first couple months, and then he started to open up and open up and get more comfortable. It's called the grooming process. Mm. These guys, they take their time and they – Try to befriend the kid. Try to take advantage of them, manipulate them, and then once they get comfortable, that's when they'll start opening up. Hey, how many how many relationships have you been in? And then it just sort of gradually gets worse and worse, and they get a lot really sexual. And
0: so you've got just dozens or hundreds of these sort of conversations going on at any given time.
1: Yeah. So the decoys for CC unit, they do these things. Yeah.
0: And so okay, you have. People on your team, and they're sort of so. Then once they have somebody, and they feel like they've taken them far enough along this path, they hit you up and they say, "Hey, this guy's ready." I oh think, yeah, let's, yeah, Let's get him set up. You go. You guys got like a group text or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. We got a group chat and everything. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, the the way Ed Gale went was, he eventually got comfortable enough that he invited the kid over to his apartment and. The weird, the funny thing is the way the apartment complex is. He can't opening, he can't open the door himself because he's, I guess, he had like health issues that he couldn't get out of his own apartment. But he said that he had neighbors or or associates of his that would open the door for the kid, which makes me think that there's other people involved in whatever he was doing. You know, it just, it just made it seem weird.
0: So when you showed up, who opened the door? Just some random guy. That was in there.
1: Yeah random guy opened up the door and we, and we walk in even though it's a bunch of grown men with cameras <laughs> like and there's no child or- well no do we play that smart he opened up the door and it was just it was just one of us it was just me oh, okay he opened up the door to me and I walk in and then that's when the the uh, the dude that opened the door he like kind of left like he went or wherever he went to I don't know he just disappeared somehow. And then that's when I felt and I'm, I uh, I was like looking around the apartment I was uh, making sure the coast was clear. I'm, All right, I got my crew now. Open up the door, they come in. And then I saw the door and the funny thing is I knew Ed Gale's door just because of the way the doorknob was. The doorknob was positioned super low down. <laughs> really like like if you see that doorknob right there, right? That's like a normal level human being door, but his doorknob was down to the floor because he's what like four feet tall or yeah something? like like three feet or something I don't holy know. shit and then um so knock on the door and i hear from a distance from inside of the apartment hey i'm coming over hold on and he walks he walks over opens the door and he looks up at me he's like oh i didn't know you were that tall and i'm like Shh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then he invites he
0: so in- he thought you were the kid at first yeah, yeah. Well, with the mask, you could kind of pull that off. I, I
1: was wearing the mask. You yeah. could
0: be a 16 year old with the mask on. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I, I would believe it, I guess. Yeah. Until you talk. Yeah. Unless you talk, your voice is more. Well, how,
1: how, old, how old do you think I am, like, just for my voice?
0: You have a grown ass voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have to, like, pitch it down. Hey, you know, like. Yeah do that.
0: You also, like, especially with the mask, you look so much like this guy who used to work here that I know that the fans are going to have a million comments. So, shout out to Yuri, because, like, you look so much like him with the mask on that, and I know it's going to be every fucking comment. (laughs) Just want to throw that out there. But anyway, so what do you do once you get into the room?
1: So, yeah, he opens up the door, he lets me in, and and the funny thing is, we actually bought, uh, we had, like, a bag with us. Because, uh, we had a Chucky doll inside of the bag that I had that I was carrying and I had some like Chucky movies. Cause he said that, Hey, bring over some souvenirs and I'll signature to them for you. I'll autograph them. Oh my God. Cause he's like, he's like, yeah, bring over some like memorabilia or some, you know, souvenirs that you want me to autograph for you. Cause, cause the kid was uh, saying that he was like a uh, a Chucky fan. (laughs) So, and then this guy, Ed Gale was like bragging to the kid. Oh, I'm the real Chucky. I'm over here. I'm the real deal. I can sign your auto. I can sign yourself autograph it. And he, he's like playing out like, he's like trying to impress the kid who he is. Right. Right. So that's why we played the part. We bought all these Chucky dolls and we bought a, a DVDs of the Chucky movies that he was in. Right. So we had this all in a bag and um, he opens up the door. I walk in. He's like, Oh, you got the, you got the stuff. I'm like, yeah, I got the stuff. And the funny thing is, the other stuff that I had in the bag was the chat logs. <laughs> so, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, open up your bag. Uh, let me, let me, let's see what you have in there. And I opened it up, and uh, I didn't obviously, I didn't give him the Chucky, I showed him the chat logs. And uh, he, and oh, yeah, and another thing that he said was, oh, can you take off your mask? I want to see how your face looks. I'm like, yeah, give me one second. And I take out the chats, and I show it to him. And then uh, the first thing he said uh, when I showed him the chats, was like I knew it, like that's the first thing he said. I knew it. Right. I knew this was a setup. And then he asked me, "Are you co- are you a police officer? Are you a cop?" I'm like, "No, I'm not a cop. Like, relax. I'm just here to talk to you." He's like, "Okay, okay. As long as like there's no cops involved, I'm fine with talking." I said, he- "So I'm like, yeah, don't worry. I won't call the cops." And I told him, "I have some camera crew outside. Let me bring them in." He's like, "Okay." And he goes and opens up the door, and then my camera crew comes in, and we're filming this guy. And he just c- coughs up to everything, admits everything.
0: What, admits to having done this in the past as well?
1: Yeah, he, he said that he's, he's had 10 other victims that he's talked to online. And he's, he's na- he named, dropped a few big names in the video that I haven't uploaded. I haven't uploaded the video. Nobody's ever seen the video yet.
0: Big names like famous people that he
1: molested? Not that he that he Or that he did this with. That he's friends with really the way he the way he like talked about it it made it seem like they knew they knew what he was doing or like the, the friends you know so he he gets caught and he's like well I'm also gonna expose everybody
0: who even knows
1: that I'm into this <laughs> yeah wow he, a- he, he, he like says he talks about some of his friends in the video really yeah I'll tell you I can say the names afterwards like
0: oh, okay yeah damn that's crazy though because that could be like the toppling of a whole pyramid of fucking creepy stuff because i mean that's always like this weird accusation is that like hollywood is like a bunch of groomers and pedophiles and stuff and it's like i'm sure that there is quite a bit of that but i don't think it's like institutional
1: and you know what the funny thing is or some, some somewhat some what of a coincidence my, my my channel got removed right after that catch really Pretty, pretty, pretty close, like like a couple of weeks after that. Well, cast. that was
0: probably the biggest thing you've had, too, viral-wise, right?
1: Well, we done one recently, like a few days ago.
0: Right, with Another. this other guy who, uh, what was his name? Fuck, I didn't write it down.
1: It was Gabriel Jarrett.
0: Okay, so this guy was in what movie?
1: Uh, he was in the movie Real Genius and The Karate Kid 3 and some other movies.
0: So he's an actor, not like a super well-known actor, but he's somebody. And how did this catch go?
1: So th- we we were actually decoying this guy even before we came across Ed Gale. Okay. He was on our radar before Ed Gale. He was talking to this uh, 13-year-old girl for over a year, since May of 2022. He's been talking to the decoy off and on, calling her on the phone sometimes, you know, texting her.
0: That's crazy because if you're this dude and you're talking to somebody for a year, aren't you assuming that the cops or whatever are not going to be talking to you for a year exactly you know so that like makes it so believable that it's real yeah
1: that's that's exactly what happened and and he he comes out in the middle of the night in santa monica on a on a scooter (laughs) and is the funny thing is like when i saw him in person i saw this video actually yeah he was just like a tweaked out guy like he he looked nothing like the pictures in in the like the hollywood pictures that he has like the 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 portraits and the good, right. the good lighting and stuff. It was nothing like because that. his
0: last significant movie roles were like twenty <laughs> years ago, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, he's been in some s- recent movies too, but not not anything big.
0: I think all these actors they just get like headshots that make them look like twenty years younger, and they <laughs> just push this version of themselves that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, like if you take a side by side picture of what the what I got of the catch compared to the the pictures of him on Google, right night and day this guy was like a tweaker you know probably on drugs
0: and he started saying some crazy shit to you right away
1: yeah he was like stop this stop filming me right stop filming me and then i said well what are you doing here he's like i'm, I'm here like uh i'm meeting an 18 year old girl that's what he said and then i said i said no you're not you're here to meet a 14 year or 13 year old turning 14 or 14 year old yeah and he he was like uh he's like no she told me she was 18 i'm like okay. Why does the chat say like 14? And he was like, well, she changed her age later on. <laughs> and then that's when I started pressing him more like, bro, you're lying. And he takes off. He takes out like a weapon out of his pocket.
0: What kind of weapon? A knife?
1: It was either a knife or a pepper spray. Okay. I thought it was a knife at first, but um, I, it might have been a pepper spray. Just the way he was like, because at first he was holding it on the side and it made it look like he was holding like a blade or something. But then he like twisted it like this, and it made it look like a pepper spray. So I didn't know what he was holding at the time, but uh, he brandished the weapon. He's like, "Get get away from me! Stop recording me!" And then he gets on and gets on the scooter and takes off. Um, but we got him. We and then the, now the Santa Santa Monica PD they're investigating him. So
0: so they didn't arrest him on the spot. They showed up and said, we we'll look into it."
1: Exactly. Yeah, they took a report.
0: And was it the same thing with Ed Gale?
1: Yeah. Well, with Ed Gale, they said that uh, the main problem was 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 his uh, health issue. Uh huh. His health issue, because he was like hooked up to like an oxygen machine.
0: Yeah, that's got to be a whole <laughs> thing arresting somebody who's on an oxygen machine. Yeah. But so is that more common? It's more common for the cops to just take down some information rather than to arrest them.
1: No, actually. All the other cases that I've had in Santa Monica, it was it's been arrest on the spot every single time. Really. The only one that hasn't been an uh, arrest on the spot was this recent one. Really. They didn't arrest him on the spot. Huh. And it makes me think why.
0: Yeah. Do you are you convinced that there's like corruption within the police departments and stuff like that or is it
1: I don't think it's cor- corruption within the police department. I just think that they're probably trying to t- uh Dot their I's and cross their T's because this guy's a big person. Yeah. Compared to the average people that we catch. Yeah. This guy actually is somebody and probably has money and all this. I
0: guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So this is your full-time gig?
1: Not my full-time gig. I do this on the side. I mean, I do this a lot.
0: But if you weren't in college right now and you were doing this, would you be able to make a living at it? Or is it not really like that? No, you
1: can't make a living out of this. I mean, maybe one day.
0: Were you making some money when you were on YouTube?
1: Just donations. Okay. Yeah, I mean, nothing major. I mean, I'm not rolling around in a Lambo or something.
0: Right. You'd think that some people would want to, like, spend, you know, Patreon-type money, spend five bucks a month to support this kind of thing.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. This this is uh, an amazing cause.
0: But then you, the fact that you get deleted off social media left and right is kind of like. Would, you are you able to stream it on Twitch? Like, are there are there platforms that?
1: I would say the best ones is uh, locals and Twitter.
0: Okay. Twitter, Twitter too. That makes sense. Yeah. Twitter,
1: you can live stream on as well.
0: Twitter will let you do a lot of fucking shit on that platform too, <laughs> because I've seen like full on shit eating porn sites on Twitter.
1: That's I I don't know where you come across that, but well, I've they
0: DM me sometimes. They just like because they know that I'm kind of fascinated by their world because I've mentioned it a couple of times. So I've had people DM me and then I click on it and it's like, oh my god, she just ate a piece of shit. So like that to me makes me feel like if they're not deleting that, then they're probably <laughs> not going to delete some some perv hunting, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, ever since Elon took over Twitter, I feel like it definitely yeah. is more you know, free speech and... Yeah, like, less I, used, censorship. I used
0: the word retarded on Twitter the other day, and I felt very confident that they weren't going to, de- de- like, delete my whole account. Whereas before Elon, I would have probably not said that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Elon's pretty free speech and less censorship, I would say, for sure.
0: Yeah, he's also out of his mind, but he's definitely got some good ideas, I think. <laughs> no, yeah, but the only problem with that is that nobody wants to watch streaming content on Twitter, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they would be open to it. I'm sure, like, because I do see, like, the way that people, like, have moved to rumble and kick, like, hella, like, quickly. Like, kick has blown the fuck up. And I never would have thought that was possible because I would always think that, like, a big part of... Uh, a, a streamer doing numbers is just going to be the fact that they're on a familiar platform like twitch or YouTube but it turns out like a lot of these big creators are able to get their audience to move on over to kick or rumble like pretty easily so maybe maybe you have a future on theirs but I don't know
1: yeah well YouTube is killing themselves by doing doing what they're doing right now on the platform it's just they're like they're like targeting every community it's not just my community not not just creep catching but they're targeting these other communities I've seen it where, oh, there's no monetization anymore within yeah. some certain genre. Oh, you can't say this. The rules are cracking down more. It, it seems like every year, YouTube is just shooting themselves in the foot even worse than the year before. So that's why all these other platforms are getting bigger because everybody else is just migrating over yeah. to Rumble and Kick because they have more of a say and they have more of you know, cr- creator freedom.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I look at my YouTube, like my old videos, and I remember how on YouTube I didn't have to, like, upload stuff and then wait, like, three days for it to get approved. Because a lot of times we'll have some epic interview and, like, we're waiting, like, a week or two to get all the clips monetized and stuff because they Mm -hmm. take so fucking long with it sometimes. It's kind of mind-blowing. Whereas, like, I got 5 million views back in the day for a video called I Did Acid in the Woods or something. Like I just went in the woods with, with my friends and did acid. <laughs> I got 5 million views because the algorithm was pushing it super hard. That would never work now.
1: Oh, yeah. It wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Um, so at some point, you're going to graduate college or whatever, and you're going to get a normal job, and you imagine yourself kind of leaving this, this hobby behind, or do you plan on like kind of passing it down to somebody maybe?
1: No, nah, we're going to expand. Expand. We'll expand more. We're going to go to states, other states. We plan on going to the States for long terms, like mm. not just going there for a day or two, but like maybe a month, just doing a whole full blown sting operation. Um, and obviously, when I get older, like maybe like, you know, 60 years old or 70 years old or whatever, uh, obviously, I don't I won't have the energy to chase after these guys like how I am right now. Maybe I'll do a podcast myself.
0: <laughs> but wait, this is your hobby to the or your passion to the extent where you see yourself doing it until you're sixty years old. For, yeah, yeah. I'll- Much respect, because I mean, I, I don't even, I can't even say that about this. Like, am I going to do this when I'm sixty? I don't know. That's like kind of a tall order. But like the fact that you feel so strongly about it, and you want to do it till you're sixty. That's that. That says a lot. I mean, you should you should keep going.
1: Absolutely, yeah. There's no plans of ending it anytime soon, for right. sure.
0: So you, you are not necessarily thinking about getting a, a full time job after college, or are you just gonna do both?
1: I'm gonna do both. Yeah, I'll have a, you know, a job, a good paying job, and then
0: you could take this. that money and spend it on your
1: operation. Exactly. <laughs> but I
0: feel like you could have like a Patreon, and that you could be making enough money to survive off, maybe at some point.
1: Well, that's what locals is for. Just for, you know, just for help, uh, helping you know donations and stuff
0: definitely you have a girlfriend
1: no i'm single
0: i wonder what it's like what is it like when you meet a woman and she says like oh what are your hobbies and you say like oh i pretend to be a little girl on the internet i don't pretend pretend to be it's the decoys i know but like what what do women think of it as a hobby do they respect it or do they think it's kind of strange
1: let me tell you something about women bro women (laughs) they might not like it but they'll respect it right yeah so you can't deny that
0: it's good for society I just wonder if in some women's minds, it's like, well, that's a weird thing to be doing with your time.
1: I haven't came across one woman that says that whenever that's they, good. whenever they, you know, they know, well, when they watch who I am and what, what I've done in the whole CC unit, they, they love it. They respect it. I don't have problems with that.
0: It's good to know. Women are still, still fundamentally good. <laughs> um, okay. So... Yeah, I don't know. Anybody you want to thank? Anybody, anything else we need to know?
1: Um, I would say thank you to all the CC Unit members. You know, Joe, John, drop names, can I? Sure. Joe, John, Jerry, you know, Biff, all them. Shout out to the whole CC Unit crew. Shout out to my parents because my parents are the ones who raised me to be who I am today.
0: What do your parents think of this?
1: Oh, they... They think it's dangerous.
0: Yeah. (laughs) See, that's how I know I'm old, is that when I think about it, yeah, the danger part does stand out to me, even though it's, like, it's making a difference, but it's also, like, fuck, that sounds kind of scary. So you don't have somebody with a gun when you guys are out and about doing this? Uh, I plead the fifth. I'm kidding. (laughs) I guess, like, just me doing so many interviews with people in gangs and, like, rappers and stuff, it's just, like, I know how dangerous some people are and i just like i can kind of imagine the worst case scenario but obviously that's not most people
1: yeah well i've caught i've done 386 of these
0: and you ain't met somebody who was a, a hard ass yet
1: oh i have but i'm also that too
0: you're a hard ass
1: well, not a hard, uh, not that word. But, but you're ready for the smoke. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm really? ready if it happens. Yeah. I did.
0: I saw a white guy run down on you, and you called him a fucking uh, a skinhead and shit. And that that was a moment. No, that that seemed...
1: that's that's uh, edited by people. Oh, it was. Yeah, people 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 will take a video of mine and they'll edit it and take the audio and put it yeah, over a video. It was totally fabricated. Wow. Totally fabricated.
0: Well, that's what haters do. I did know something was up with it when I was watching it. I knew it didn't quite seem right, but damn, that's crazy. So, okay, who's the toughest dude you met doing this? Like, the most intimidating or scary?
1: Most intimidating? I'm not really intimidating. I know you but... don't
0: want to give them the credit of acknowledging that they were terrifying. <laughs> I just feel like there's got to be some I, I scary would say, dudes.
1: I would say, like, if they live in, like, a really isolated, creepy area... Mm-hmm. I would say that kind of like like for example we've done a catch in Slab City. It's not per se the person that's intimidating, but it's the area. That's, yeah, that's
0: kind of you know he could kill you and nobody's gonna fucking find out for three days. Yeah. You know you
1: know what Slab City is? Yeah, it's like near El Centro, you know Cal, near Calipatria. It's like a place where there's no man's land. Yeah, there's yeah. no laws, no nothing.
0: That's See, not, not somewhere I would want to go being a vigilante. I would be terrified. That's of exactly where of I
1: went group. to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well. another thing that I want to say, the word vigilante, this mm. is this is what I always like. You reject this. that? I reject it, yeah. Okay. I like to be called an activist. Because mm. if you look up the term vigilante, it says someone that takes the law into their own hands. But we don't do that. We don't arrest these guys. Right, that's we're true. Not,
0: we're not you're alerting the police. Yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah. We're we're activists, we we're, we're not vigilant Cuz the way the media is, the, the the like I've dealt with media before like some some news outlets like NBC and CBS and Fox and all that. Right. Sometimes they say the word vigilante and they try to put a bad light on it mm. or they try to make make us look bad. Right. You by using that word.
0: Right. So when they when when you get a high profile catch the media just starts hitting you up and they just want you on and stuff. That's probably good because it probably helps you grow, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty well connected with a lot of reporters now. They know who I am.
0: Right. Would you ever want to do like a TV show or like a more professional version?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That would be definitely something to look into.
0: You know what's fucked up with YouTube is like, okay, you don't want sting operations. Well, why are there like 5 million To Catch a Predator episodes that have like 20 million views? That shit's all over YouTube.
1: Yeah, but I guess they, they see Chris Hansen as someone more yeah. high level.
0: Yeah, it's, I guess, a more polished uh, product, and they probably have the cops right there from the beginning and stuff like that. I could see how there is a difference in their mind, but if you're going to have a policy, you kind of got to be consistent with it, right?
1: Absolutely. No, no discrimination there.
0: Mm, okay. Well, thank you, Ghost, CC Unit, doing the Lord's work, making the streets safe for 10-year-olds. 12-year-olds, <laughs> 4-year-olds, whatever it may be. I respect it. I appreciate it. Yeah. But I think one of the main things also that I would put out there is uh parents should be extremely aggressive with policing their kids' access to social media. Oh yeah, for sure. Not to take anything away from the the danger that these guys are creating, but that's one thing for me. I know exactly how dangerous it is. I've had friends who told me that they're you know, they they gave their kid TikTok, and they didn't realize that there was DMs on TikTok. And then all of a sudden, they go into the DMs and they find their kid having all kinds of weird ass conversations with dudes who might be one of these fucking guys that you're catching, or it might actually just be another kid. But either way, they have no idea. So, I mean,
1: yeah, I, this this whole internet stuff, it really it's like a playground for these creeps. So the parents should definitely be on the lookout for that.
0: It's so terrifying for me that at some point I'm going to have to just like let my kid have social media and just deal with it. You're just going to have to deal with it. And I don't know if that's going to be 12 or 13 or 14 or 15 or 16. I realize at a certain point that all these kids are going to have it. So if she doesn't have it in high school, she's going to be the weird kid that doesn't have (laughs) social media, right? I don't know.
1: I mean, when I was in high school, the weird, the people who were cool in high school, now they're the weirdos. In, yeah, in my opinion. that's pretty consistent. And I, I like, I wasn't, I, w- I would say I wasn't really too popular or, or the cool kid in high school. And all these other ASB people, they were the cool ones. But now I would say the tables have turned. Mm. Like, they're kind of the weirdos now. So I wouldn't really pay attention to what's weird.
0: I'm just more talking about. The the danger. Oh. Uh, <laughs> sport, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we'll hope for the best. All right, Ghosts, appreciate you. Thank you, man. Best Thank of you. luck. Keep fighting the good fight. And uh, where should they go if they want to check out your content?
1: Yeah, Instagram is where I post up a lot of updates. And, you know, I would usually say, hey, tonight we're doing a sting on the Instagram, mm-hmm. cc.unit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, on locals, obviously. But that's also on Instagram, too. So if you go to my Instagram... In the link in the bio is my local, so you can just easily find me through there. Uh, we also have a Rumble as well. so.
0: Dope. Tap in. Appreciate you, man. Ghost CC Unit. Tap in. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. We out.